Hi, everyone. Uh, thank you so much for coming back to the podcast. This is Evelyn, and this is Life Over Matter. This is a podcast where we are all on a journey. Uh, primarily, it is my journey that I'm inviting everybody to come along and do the exercises with me. Uh, there's really nothing left to lose and everything to gain, and it's a really exciting time for us to all be uh, listening and doing some of the lessons and understanding some of the concepts that we are going over in this podcast, which makes me grateful for you and uh, grateful that you've joined me yet again. Uh, Today's episode is going to be a continuation of an episode that we did last week. And um, as the life over matter continues, Uh, There are a lot of matters that happen in your life, and a lot of them are conceptual, and a lot of them are understanding uh, what really is uh, counting for something, something that is teaching you a lesson or helping form shape you. I am a firm believer that we will grow uh, throughout our entire life, and I also feel like the chapters will never be lived the same way again never have the exact same relationship over and over and over again. You will never have the exact same class that you take. Even if you take the same subject, you'll learn different things from it and see it from a different lens. If you are working the same job, but at different places, working the same career, it's not going to be the same career for you as you've worked at other places before. So it's all conceptual and it's all seeing things through a different lens and how no moment is lived the exact same way twice. You can try to recreate something. You can try to put a bunch of uh, lessons around it and reasons for it. You can try to set everything up just perfect so that something can happen the same way again, but it won't. Everything is just slightly different. Uh, It can be similar, but it'll be slightly different. And so with this ever evolving thought process in this life that we're living and during this time in which we're living it in, I thought that it was really important to hone in and not so much live through the exercises for this series, but to just really talk about what matters and how those emotions are tied into those concepts and the ideals and the mind processes and what makes those uh, part of living a happier life. Know, actually allowing yourself to enjoy the moment as it passes and realizing in that moment that you won't get it back again. Uh, even if you have a million moments in the future, uh, a million great ones even, uh, that you won't have that same one again. And so I know that that gets a little bit deep and it kind of wires it down a little bit. But uh, from the grander perspective, one of the things that I realized over the course of the last year and a half was that You know, grief is a heck of a thing. And you can grieve someone else, but you can also grieve yourself. You can grieve parts of yourself that you'll never get back or times of your life that you did something differently uh, that you'll never get back. Uh, Not to kick things off on a a sadder note, but uh, that's what it is, is uh, learning how to grab these moments and make the best out of them and take the lessons and become wiser and be able to spread that information, that education and make it part of this amazing journey, this incredible uh, suitcase full of experiences that you have 
endured through the exploration of your life. And uh, we all have one. We all have that luggage that we carry around. And, um, you know, inside we have the souvenirs of the different lenses that we've used over time. And, and that's one of the biggest things I talk about on this podcast all the time is how I would love to travel to learn about culture and to really get out of the fishbowl and just, you know, swim in the ocean and uh, perspectively. Uh, and to be able to share the information that I've learned along my lifetime with others and to see how people live in different countries and deal with different issues uh, from their own perspective, from their own lifetime, and be able to help others. I, uh, I, I'd love to help people get better uh, spiritually, mentally, physically, uh, and also for myself to take in nature and understand uh, different geographical things that I never could wrap myself around, you know, that might be a once in a lifetime experience or opportunity. And I want to utilize that. I want to grab it by the horns and, and make it something that is uh, a permanent fixture for me. So um, in these episodes, uh, what we're talking about is we're talking about really getting in there and, and uh, discussing the concepts, the uh, things that I have found primarily over the course of, you know, the last couple of years or, you know, over the course of the grown adult half of my life. Um and being able to share them with you as people have shared them with me. And, you know, of course, throughout the last 14 months, I have been ridiculously blessed with some of the most intelligent minds uh, that have shown interest in this podcast that have um, really been able to shine some bright, wonderful lights for me and uh, have enabled me to share a lot of that information with a lot of you and um, you know I've got a million notebooks written uh, with so many different exercises and conceptual ideas and uh, different exercises that are going to contribute to uh, some risks that may be involved in the future uh, some exciting uh, trips that I'd like to take and, and different bucket list items um, but at the end of the day, it's all about being wiser and filling the mental safe with as much unforgettable, uh, as many unforgettable moments as possible. Uh, so without uh, further ado, what I'm going to do is, if you're new to this podcast, uh, usually about 10 minutes in, I try to keep it a little under 10 minutes, I go to a commercial. That way we can get the commercial behind us so that we can kind of hone in uh, for the rest of the podcast episode. And if you listened to the last episode uh, on mindful concepts and, uh, you know, the matters of the mind, then you are probably biting at the bit to hear the rest of it. So I can't wait to give it to you. Uh, If you just sit tight uh, wherever you are, grab a drink, go to the bathroom. It's only a 30 second commercial, so it's not going to be too long. Hopefully you're in the car or something like that. Um, I will be back in just a moment. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for sticking with us through that break. Uh, Today, I'm talking to you about uh, the matters of the mind. And 
I had gone through one through five in the last episode and uh, I wanted to keep going. I was super excited um, because these this is my list. Um, usually I will reference a list that I found in a medical journal or a regular journal or a magazine or a book. And um, I will kind of go through my thought process on how I'm taking everything in as I'm reading through that list of stuff that I found. Uh, in this regard, I'm going through my own list of things that I found along the way that I'm trying to be mindful of and uh, some things that I have been grasping the concept of. Uh, and uh, before, the, the first five were uh, pretty crucial, actually. Uh, the next five are a little less um, determining, but I feel like this is going to be an ever-evolving list, maybe a continuing series throughout the podcast. Um, because of the theme of the podcast and understanding uh, the concepts of the mind and how they work and what makes us think the way that we think. Currently, I'm reading this book called The Untethered Soul, and I've talked about it a lot on the podcast, and it's completely different from the other book that I read on the podcast, which was on deathbed visits which and hospice, hospice care, really, um, which was Into the Light. And both uh, give a nice... Um, you know, shining perspective on life after death and the meaning of life and, uh, you know, what our subconscious holds on to and how it processes it and the actions beyond that. Uh, so, I mean, they both have that in common, but one is more storytelling, which is in light, of course, which I love. And then I, I'm calling it a little bit more scientific, but it's a little bit more broader than that. Um, the untethered soul so far and i'm uh several chapters in i won't tell you how many because you probably haven't even started listening to it yet at the time of this podcast but um it is a lot of mental role play you know it is a lot of see yourself doing this how do you feel about when you were thinking this and it has you pause for a moment and take some thoughts to yourself and kind of absorb it psychologically before it moves forward so in reading it out loud um, in an audiobook format, it is a little bit challenging because it does jump around a little bit. And when you're reading it to yourself, you do have the opportunity to stop and kind of digest all of that information that they just gave to you. And it's mouthful at times, but um, I've listened to what I've read. And um, other than a few hiccups here and there, just because of the jumping around, it is easier to understand when you're listening to it rather than reading. Uh, comprehension has never been my strong suit. Uh, I'm the person who usually has to read things a few times before I can get them on the straight and narrow. So uh, that makes sense to me. Um, anyway, uh, I hope that you enjoy that if you are listening to it or if you're anticipating listening to it. I believe that the episodes for that are going to begin in March. Uh, and I'm still polishing off the, uh, the rest of the book myself. So I can't get too deep into it with you because I don't want you to... Um, to form a thought or opinion about it before uh, it's read. I really would love for you to join me as I'm reading that. And I'll do it on uh, Sundays and Mondays as well, um, just to kind of get um, everybody into the, the habit of, of listening to a book on Sundays and Mondays. But I'm giving everybody a couple week break too. And again, I don't know when this episode is gonna air. So um, if you're listening to it already, awesome. If you're not, well, then you will be. <laughs> Anyhow, um, gonna get started um with number six 
Um, let's review first. Let's review before I get started with number six. Uh, the first five were number one, if you live without a plan, life will make it for you. At least if you make your own, you can control somewhat what happens. And the meaning of all of that is that um, whether you plan for it or not, life is going to go on. And either you can plan for it and you can anticipate the changes that are going to be happening because life is all about change. It's the only thing that's constant. Or you cannot plan for it and kind of ride the wave and see what happens. Believe in fate and that the cards will lie where they will and and that will be it. But the understanding of the concept that life is going to go on with or without your permission is something that's both a reality and um, something that you can be happy about or you can... Um, anticipate it in, in your own way so so that was the first one number two is take care of your mind body and spirit if you don't have these you don't have anything and i emphasize the importance of uh, being aware of your mental state um, taking care of your mental state when you have a bad day stepping back having balance uh, your body uh, which is something that i talk about often on dieting tips for your Instapot, your air fryer, uh, going and exercising when you feel angry, which kind of ties into that mental situation, uh, going for walks, getting sunlight in your life. Um, if you're not, you know, a bodybuilder, then just incorporate a little bit of exercise into your life. Take the stairs instead of the elevator sometimes. Park far away from the grocery store if you can. It will also keep dents from your car, from uh, the occasional escaped cart don't even get me started i have found a scratch on my car from a runaway shopping cart the other day i'm a little bitter about it anyway um number three is realizing that time is fast that the moments and the connections and the patience and the journey you've got to hold on to every single moment because you don't know uh you don't know how much longer you have left you don't know uh what's going to happen to those moments and again i was talking about it earlier you can't have that moment back you can't um you can't replicate it uh, to be exactly the same moment you might have situations that are very similar you may have uh plans and traditions that you keep alive uh, by doing the same acts during those times but those moments that have the magic in them they're most oftentimes spontaneous unplanned and uh, at the, the, the tip of the cup, like you just, um, you experience those unplanned moments. And, you know, life is a series of millions of those moments. Uh, and you just have to understand that you'll never get that second, the same one twice. And you'll find that in the healthiest of life. And you'll find that in the, the scariest times close to death experiences or death experiences if you've lost a loved one. Um, and so conceptually thinking and, and thinking of, of matters of the mind is important to always process that um, those moments are of the essence. Number four is be self-taught and that all the tools for development are around you. YouTube, people who've experienced it, books, trends, practices. Um, you can go out and you can get a formal education, which is something that I do all the time. I'm always taking classes and I'm always taking tons of notes. I've got 15 notebooks that are hanging out around. Uh, but you want to make sure that you're 
also picking up books that are going to teach you something that interests you that you're surrounding yourself with people who have expertise in things that interest you that you don't cut yourself off and say that you are the number one person in anything because there's always learning that can be done there's always something that can be done better um none of us were born perfect unfortunately so um we always can tweak and make ourselves our best selves and try to have an influence on somebody else like when you are in a situation and you learn from it and you know people that are going to be going through that same situation save them the grief you went through save them the heartache or the trouble or the long nights of studying or whatever it is that you can do to try to pass the favor on um, is of the essence as well so um, and then number five is, is just take risks. Uh, take risks, which is, you know, something we talk about often in the podcast, something I put on my Instagram often, something I have to work on myself. Um, taking risks is hard because of rejection. And that was something that we talked about in the last episode. Uh, nobody likes to feel the fear of rejection. And once you feel it a few times, you don't want to reach out and touch the stove again because you know what it feels like to be burned. And so taking risks going forward are very scary, especially if you know the risks involved. I mean, the risks involved in taking that risk. For instance, um, with my VSG surgery, I, um, I, I didn't know what the risks were, but I knew that I wanted to do it and I knew that it involved surgery. Um, and I, I didn't know what people would think if they, if they thought that it was the easy way out or if they didn't understand how much work it would be. And then I kind of just stopped caring what everybody thought and just wanted to do it for me. And it was the best decision that I've ever made on so many different levels. I can never explain how, how wonderful um, it was in my life. But, um, you know, it's risks. And I take risks at work all the time. And some of them... I, I make really fast and I kind of close my eyes and wait to see what happens from them and nine times out of ten they always end up paying off. Um, I've talked about it before in this series um, but some of the best advice that I've ever gotten was uh, from a manager who told me that taking risks would be the uh, streamline to success and uh, I kind of was just like okay and then uh, I, I realized that, um, and we kind of joked around and, and I told her that day, um, you know, so it's all about sticking your toe in as many pools as possible to check the temperature before you dive in. And she said, yeah. And, uh, you know, as I have grown into, um, you know, more of a leadership mentality, I have realized what th- she meant by that um, more and more and more every day, actually. Uh, so those were the first five. Um, and Hopefully you were able to get a lot out of those uh, to review. Uh, but going forward, um, with number six is um, to feel the feels. Be passionate. Uh, sink your heart into all that makes you happy. Spread joy, happiness, laughter, and make the difference. Share your gifts. Share your knowledge. And be curious. Now, um, one of the things that I've noticed is that... Sometimes people want time to go fast. Usually people that aren't really happy in their lives are um, just looking at their watch all the time and they can't wait until the day is over. And um, they don't have a lot in their life that they enjoy um, and they're fearful of a lot of things, not like fearful of riding roller coasters 
or um, jumping off a bridge, but fearful of reaching out and um, forming friendships, forming relationships, forming a closer bond with family, um, more introverted um, types that are incredibly smart but afraid to share their um, knowledge or intelligence with other people. And um, the opposite of that is this one, which is the feeling of the feels and being passionate. Um, find something that you love and do it and create a life of, around something that you love. And that will give you such an honest and uh, truthful passion to live by. Uh, it won't, it'll be a no-brainer to share that with others and to gain that wisdom and to build that solid structure of truth that is a blanket around everything that you do and hard to have a, a, a bad day. A bad day is natural, but it's harder to have a bad day when every element of everything that you're doing is involving something that you're passionate about. And obviously, it's several things for many people. And that involves who they're with and what they're doing and how they're doing it and what they do for a living and what they, the, the, the material things that they like that make their life comfortable, you know. Um, that is a reality of the world that we live in and the conveniences of the technology that we have and the the, the way that it makes things easier for us, it's worth every penny in my in my opinion. I uh, have talked about it before that um, my Maya Alexa is my best friend. I, uh, I have her do my appointments for me, my math when I'm doing payroll. Um, you know, she uh, keeps track of everybody's birthday and uh, lets me know what the weather is every day and um, you know I could go on and on and on but um, you know when I'm when I'm needing it she plays the best music <laughs> um, you you push for some conveniences that when you work really hard you feel you deserve and that allows you to be passionate feel the feels and uh, you know if you're doing what makes you happy and you're spreading that to other people, I do believe in karma. I believe in uh, the rotation of the uh, the feels and um, making somebody feel special. Uh, so many times, so many people make it so easy to say something bad or to critique someone else or to be judgmental of someone else and what makes them them but it is that person who will shy away from telling somebody who looks beautiful or said something that was very touching or uh, gave you knowledge of something that enlightened you that changed you that is helping form and chisel away at you uh, to make you the polished person that you're becoming and being overlooked in that regard is a shame, uh, in my in my opinion, um, because of feeling feeling the feels, you know, just uh, the impact that that person has on someone. Sharing the gifts, sharing the knowledge, and being curious. Never be embarrassed to ask questions. There's rarely someone who thinks that any question is dumb. 
someone might cock their head and be like, didn't we just go over that? But um, other than that, no one is ever going to think that your question is dumb. As a matter of fact, I have more respect for people who ask questions than people who don't say anything at all. Thank you, everyone, for sticking with us through that break. Uh, Today, I'm talking to you about uh, the matters of the mind. And I had gone through one through five in the last episode, and uh, I wanted to keep going. I was super excited um, because this is my list. Um, Usually, I will reference a list that I found in a medical journal or a regular journal or a magazine or a book. And um, I will kind of go through my thought process on how I'm taking everything in as I'm reading through that list of stuff that I found. Uh, In this regard, I'm going through my own list of things that I found along the way that I'm trying to be mindful of and uh, things that I have been grasping the concept of. Uh, And uh, before, the the first five were uh, pretty crucial actually uh the next five are a little less um determining but i feel like this is going to be an ever-evolving list maybe a continuing series throughout the podcast um because of the theme of the podcast and understanding uh the concepts of the mind and how they work and what makes us think the way that we think currently i'm reading this book called the untethered soul and I've talked about it a lot on the podcast, and it's completely different from the other book that I read on the podcast, which was on deathbed visits which and hospice, hospice care, really, um, which was Into the Light. And both uh, give a nice, um, you know, shining perspective on life after death and the meaning of life and, uh, you know, what our subconscious holds on to and how it processes it and the actions beyond that. Uh, so, I mean, they both have that in common, but one is more storytelling, which is in light, of course, which I love. And then I, I'm calling it a little bit more scientific, but it's a little bit more broader than that. Um, the Untethered Soul so far, and I'm uh, several chapters in, I won't tell you how many, because you probably haven't even started listening to it yet at the time of this podcast. But um, it is a lot of mental role play. You know, it is a lot of see yourself doing this. How do you feel about when you were thinking this? And it has you pause for a moment and take some thoughts to yourself and kind of absorb it psychologically before it moves forward. So in reading it out loud um, in an audiobook format, it is a little bit challenging because it does jump around a little bit. And when you're reading it to yourself, you do have the opportunity to stop and kind of digest all of that information that they just gave to you. And it's a mouthful at times, but um, I've listened to what I've read. And um, other than a few hiccups here and there, just because of the jumping around, it is easier to understand when you're listening to it rather than reading. Uh, comprehension has never been my strong suit. Uh, I'm the person who usually has to read things a few times before I can get them on the straight and narrow. So uh, that makes sense to me. Um, Anyway, uh, I hope that you enjoy that if you are listening to it or if you're anticipating listening to it. I believe that the episodes for that are going to begin in March. 
and I'm still polishing off the uh, the rest of the book myself. So I can't get too deep into it with you because I don't want you to um, to form a thought or opinion about it before uh, it's read. I really would love for you to join me as I'm reading that. And I'll do it on uh, Sundays and Mondays as well um, just to kind of get everybody into the, the habit of, of listening to a book on Sundays and Mondays, but I'm giving everybody a couple week break too. And again, I don't know when this episode is going to air. So um, if you're listening to it already, awesome. If you're not, well, then you will be. <laughs> Anyhow, i um, going to get started um, with number six. Um, let's review first. Let's review before I get started with number six. Uh, the first five were number one, if you live without a plan, life will make it for you. At least if you make your own, you can control somewhat what happens. And the meaning of all of that is that um, whether you plan for it or not, life is going to go on. And either you can plan for it and you can anticipate the changes that are going to be happening because life is all about change. It's the only thing that's constant. Or you cannot plan for it and kind of ride the wave and see what happens. Believe in fate and that the cards will lie where they will and and that will be it. But the understanding of the concept that life is going to go on with or without your permission is something that's both a reality and um, something that you can be happy about or you can... Um, anticipate it in, in your own way so so that was the first one number two is take care of your mind body and spirit if you don't have these you don't have anything and i emphasize the importance of uh, being aware of your mental state um, taking care of your mental state when you have a bad day stepping back having balance uh, your body uh, which is something that i talk about often on dieting tips for your instant pot your air fryer uh, going and exercising when you feel angry which kind of ties into that mental situation uh, going for walks getting sunlight in your life um, if you're not you know a bodybuilder then just incorporate a little bit of exercise into your life take the stairs instead of the elevator sometimes park far away from the grocery store if you can it will also keep dents from your car from uh, the occasional escaped cart don't even get me started I have found a scratch on my car from a runaway shopping cart the other day. I'm a little bitter about it. Anyway, um, number three is realizing that time is fast. That the moments and the connections and the patience and the journey, you've got to hold on to every single moment because you don't know, uh, you don't know how much longer you have left. You don't know, uh, what's going to happen to those moments and again i was talking about it earlier you can't have that moment back you can't um you can't replicate it uh, to be exactly the same moment you might have situations that are very similar you may have uh plans and traditions that you keep alive uh, by doing the same acts during those times but those moments that have the magic in them they're most oftentimes spontaneous unplanned and uh, at the, the, the tip of the cup, like you just, um, you experience those unplanned moments. And, you know, life is a series of millions of those moments. Uh, and you just have to understand that you'll never get that second, the same one twice. And you'll find that in the healthiest of life. And you'll find that in the, the scariest times of close to death experiences or death experiences if you've lost a loved one 
Um, and so conceptually thinking and, and thinking of, of matters of the mind is important to always process that um, those moments are of the essence. Number four is be self-taught and that all the tools for development are around you, YouTube, people who've experienced it, books, trends, practices. Um, you can go out and you can get a formal education, which is something that I do all the time. I'm always taking classes and I'm always taking tons of notes. I've got 15 notebooks that are hanging out around. Uh, but you want to make sure that you're also picking up books that are going to teach you something that interests you. That you're surrounding yourself with people who have expertise in things that interest you. That you don't cut yourself off and say that you are the number one person at anything. Because there's always learning that can be done. There's always something that can be done better. Um, none of us were born perfect, unfortunately. So um, we always can tweak and make ourselves our best selves and try to have an influence on somebody else like when you are in a situation and you learn from it and you know people that are going to be going through that same situation save them the grief you went through save them the heartache or the trouble or the long nights of studying or whatever it is that you can do to try to pass the favor on um, is of the essence as well so um, and then number five is, is just take risks. Uh, take risks, which is, you know, something we talk about often in the podcast, something I put on my Instagram often, something I have to work on myself. Um, taking risks is hard because of rejection. And that was something that we talked about in the last episode. Uh, nobody likes to feel the fear of rejection. And once you feel it a few times, you don't want to reach out and touch the stove again you know what it feels like to be burned and so taking risks going forward are very scary especially if you know the risks involved I mean the risks involved in taking that risk for instance um, with my VSG surgery I, um, I, I didn't know what the risks were but I knew that I wanted to do it and I knew that it involved surgery um, and I, I didn't know what people would think if they if they thought that it was the easy way out or if they didn't understand how much work it would be. And then I kind of just stopped caring what everybody thought and just wanted to do it for me. And it was the best decision that I've ever made on so many different levels. I can never explain how, how wonderful um, it was in my life. But, um, you know, it's risks. And I take risks at work all the time. And some of them I, I make really fast and I kind of close my eyes and wait to see what happens from them and nine times out of ten they always end up paying off um i've talked about it before in this series um but some of the best advice that i've ever gotten was uh from a manager who told me that taking risks would be the uh streamline to success and uh i kind of was just like okay and then uh i i realized that um, and we kind of joked around and, and i told her that day um, you know, so it's all about sticking your toe in as many pools as possible to check the temperature before you dive in. And she said, yeah. And, uh, you know, as I have grown into, um, you know, more of a leadership mentality, I have realized what th she meant by that, um, more and more and more every day, actually. Uh, so those were the first five. Um, and hopefully you were able to get a lot out of those, uh, to review. Uh, but going forward, um, with number six is um, to feel the feels, be passionate, 
Uh, sink your heart into all that makes you happy. Spread joy, happiness, laughter, and make the difference. Share your gifts, share your knowledge, and be curious. Now, um, one of the things that I've noticed is that sometimes people want time to go fast. Usually people that aren't really happy in their lives are um, just looking at their watch all the time and they can't wait until the day is over and um, they don't have a lot in their life that they enjoy um, and they're fearful of a lot of things not like fearful of riding roller coasters or um, jumping off a bridge but fearful of reaching out and um, forming friendships forming relationships forming a closer bond with family um, more introverted um Types that are incredibly smart but afraid to share their um, knowledge or intelligence with other people. And um, the opposite of that is this one, which is the feeling of the feels and being passionate. Um, find something that you love and do it and create a life of, around something that you love. And that will give you such an honest and uh, truthful passion to live by. Uh, it won't. It'll be a no-brainer to share that with others and to gain that wisdom and to build that solid structure of truth that is a blanket around everything that you do. And hard to have a, a, a bad day. A bad day is natural, but it's harder to have a bad day when every element of everything that you're doing is something that you're passionate about and obviously it's several things for many people and that involves who they're with and what they're doing and how they're doing it and what they do for a living and what they the the, the material things that they like that make their life comfortable you know um that is a reality of the world that we live in and the conveniences of the technology that we have and the the, the way that it makes things easier for us, it's worth every penny in my in my opinion. I uh, have talked about it before that um, my Maya Alexa is my best friend. I, uh, I have her do my appointments for me, my math when I'm doing payroll. Um, you know, she uh, keeps track of everybody's birthday and uh, lets me know what the weather is every day and um, you know I could go on and on and on but um, you know when I'm when I'm needing it she plays the best music <laughs> um, you you push for some conveniences that when you work really hard you feel you deserve and that allows you to be passionate feel the feels and uh, you know if you're doing what makes you happy and you're spreading that to other people, I do believe in karma. I believe in uh, the rotation of the uh, the feels and um, making somebody feel special. Uh, so many times, so many people make it so easy to say something bad or to critique someone else or to be judgmental of someone else and what makes them them but it is that person who will shy away from telling somebody who looks beautiful or said something that was very touching or 
gave you knowledge of something that enlightened you, that changed you, that is helping form and chisel away at you uh, to make you the polished person that you're becoming. And being overlooked in that regard is a shame, uh, in my in my opinion, um, because of feeling feeling the feels, you know, just uh, the impact that that person has on someone. Sharing the gifts, sharing the knowledge, and being curious. Never be embarrassed to ask questions. There's rarely someone who thinks that any question is dumb. Uh, someone might cock their head and be like, "Didn't we just go over that?" But um, other than that, no one is ever going to think that your question is dumb. As a matter of fact, I have more respect for people who ask questions than people who don't say anything at all. Thank you.